0: Oh, that was fucking gross. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) 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 Oh, my. Huh?
1: We're over here tapping in with KWJT, Puget Sound from Space. I'm over here with Corey. You're tapping in with Tavars and sliding with Solana. Come on, you already know what the fuck's going on, man. Whole lot of groovy shit. You feel me? We got the gang up in here, and we're sliding. Welcome to KWJT. If you're a new viewer, hello. It's By the time you see this, it'll be a groovy Friday. Um, we got Corey here. We got you in the back, actually. Hey Mr. Solana, Um and uh we got Bobby Brooks here on the show. So yes, sir, if everybody yes, could uh give him a round of applause and welcome him to the platform. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. How are you
2: doing today? Man, good. Yeah. Good, healthy, happy, you know, living living lavish.
1: Man, thank you for uh thank you for connecting with us. Um and we just want uh everyone to know Bobby has uh, extended The invite and and talked with us to get on the platform, so we just wanted to welcome him in here. Thank you for being patient with us, and, um, you know, things have been turning up for us, you know, to be fairly honest, like, Mm -hmm. uh, we couldn't imagine, like, where we are at now and um, receive all the the, the pure love and good response, especially from, you know, people inside the town, which uh, who mm. we do it for also, uh, if people didn't know at home, we also do it for the community. So, you know, just people in general who need a voice uh, on a platform. So welcoming uh, Seattle's very own Bobby Brooks, um, who's an artist. Uh, if you don't mind, I just wanted to start right. off by... Getting to know where you're from. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, we don't have too much history uh, outside of uh, this uh, link-up. So, exactly. you know, I, I want to get to know you. Yeah, um, absolutely. If you don't mind talking about uh,
2: uh, your upbringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, first things first, yeah, thanks for having me. You know, it's dope. Yeah, excited. But, uh, yeah, so originally born in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida mm. and then moved up this way when I was just like a baby and stuff like that. So still got family back there and everything, um, but grew up in Everett. So, okay. yeah, yeah, it was it was cool growing up, you know, active, you know, uh, a lot of kids to play with and stuff like that, you know, uh, family was cool, grew up playing sports and stuff like that too, so I was down here um, a lot of the time, like all my friends were down here and like the CD and everything like that, like playing for like, uh, uh, just like basketball and everything, and then I did some baseball too, so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh all yeah. America. Yeah. But I chose the music route, just uh, just the artistry and everything like that. You know, because I feel like I kind of got like burnt out in a way. You know, mm-hmm. like just just doing the trainings, the tournaments, the the two teams a fucking week. You know, like like every every single week all year. You know, it gets it gets to be a lot. You know,
1: so eventually, you kind of get burned out. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, Um, you're actually uh, our second person from Everett Mm -hmm. um, uh, to be on the podcast, so Mm. uh, I think it's beautiful that we're connecting bridges um, from all the way out north, and and then uh, so on and so forth. I Mm. think people need to uh, realize, you know, even though Seattle is the greater area, a lot of our pieces to the puzzle Mm. is from multiple towns within the Pacific Northwest, um, and speaking in, like. The uh, Washington area. So right, exactly. um, How was Everett to you? Uh, I hear mm-hmm. a lot of different stories. I ha- mm-hmm. uh, I know. Um, I know it was. Uh, it's a very diverse community. Yeah, um, people don't realize that. You know, sometimes being from the south, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, Everett. That's just out north. It's mm-hmm. good out there. Um, mm-hmm. So, just paint a picture for me. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, it's changed a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's changed a lot. So, like growing up, it was. Like, just like you said, really diverse and stuff like that. Like, there was a lot of people that had moved from, like, the south, either be it from, like, Texas, Louisiana, um, L.A., um, the Bay Area, and stuff like that. Like, like, they all, like, migrated, you know, that way, just because, like, like, just, like, cheap living and everything like that. Um, but with that being said, it was also just, like, just a lot of activity and shit like that going on, too, you know. So um, just got to see a lot, got to experience a lot, you know, just meet a lot of different, just different types of people, different walks of life and stuff like that, too. Um, it didn't really start getting gentrified until I would say like middle school, you know, everyone started to like move out and stuff like that. Cause like rent started going up and they started putting in businesses and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun growing up. definitely was. Yeah. Um,
0: when you decided to make the move from, uh, sports Mm -hmm. into music, was, uh,
2: hip hop your first route or did you sing Mm -hmm. before or... It was straight into hip-hop. Yeah, 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 straight into hip-hop. Just because, like, growing up, like, I was always one to uh, grab my dad's CDs, steal my dad's CDs, actually, you know, borrow them, (laughs) quote-unquote, and, and, like, study them and shit like that. So, like, like a lot of, like, Nirvana, um, ACDC, Pearl Jam, Tupac, Eminem, Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, and I would, like, Mm. sit down and, like, study in my mind, like, like how they would write their verses or how certain, like, notes would, would hit with like a certain phrase that they said or something like that, you know, like, and I would just like analyze that shit like day in, day out, going to school, coming home from school, always had my headphones on. I was that kid in the, like, like walking through the halls, like, like always had headphones in, you know, just I like- i yell your name. Yeah, exactly, exactly, I'd be like, what, what, you know? So, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, hip hop was uh, my first round. Which one was your first sport? You said what? Which one was your first sport? Uh, baseball. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it started out with T-bar. And then I didn't start doing basketball until like third grade, but um, I was doing like, like both kind of like in the, in the springtime doing baseball, wintertime, and summertime a little bit doing basketball. And then eventually when I got to high school, I had to pick mm-hmm. because it was like you, in my household, it was like, you need to go D1. Mm-hmm. So you need to pick which one you want to do. And I was like, okay, I want to do basketball. All my friends are doing start basketball. Start taking it serious, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So um, yeah. yeah. What
3: position in basketball?
2: Um, I was a power forward and a center. Which, oh yeah, which is kind of crazy too, because like going to tournaments outside of state, like like, like in state, I'm kind of tall. You know what I mean? I'm six four. You know, I was this height in, in high school and everything. But you go out of state, we we in Texas, we in Las Vegas for like nationals and shit like that. I'm a point guard for real. Like you feel me? Like like, like you got kids from fucking New York that are like sixteen and they damn near seven foot. You know, like banging on. You know, so it's it's uh, yeah, it was crazy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to um talk about uh you being from Fort Lauderdale. I think that's dope as hell that um, we have a connection to Florida yeah. here in here in the spot because uh the music scene out there is um, jumping. It's Man, It's literally awesome. a full spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're going um through many styles. So I just mm-hmm. want to um know if any influence gathers from being from mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale. Um,
2: I would say no. Mm-hmm. But certain people that listen to my music, they like you don't sound like you from here. Even when I speak too, some people are like you don't sound like you from here. Where you from? Um, and then I say Florida. They're like, oh okay, I got you, got you. Um, but uh, nah, not really. I wouldn't say I, I, I draw too much influence from Florida mm-hmm. itself. Um, definitely on well, well, when it comes to like my nationality, so like I'm Haitian and Bahamian. Mm-hmm. So so just like straight Caribbean. So so like a lot of like like the Zoe shit and everything like mm-hmm. like, like that that's going on. I connect to that. You know, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and, and wear that proudly, for sure. But, yeah, as far as the music goes, I wouldn't say I connect too much to, you know, like, their sound and everything like that. I love it, though. Like, it's the energy's crazy. They jump in. Like, yeah, it's it's good to see. Um, I wanted to ask about the trip you went to L.A. and mm. what
0: was it like creating the L.A. studio and just, mm. um it, like, seeing your craft take you mm. to another city and allow you to, like, show other people how hard you've been working on
2: yeah, it was it was uh, surreal, definitely. Um, just just getting onto the plane because like like I traveled a lot just as a kid, you know. But getting onto the plane yeah. for the for the specific reason of doing music was like, wow. Okay, I'm 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 starting to get there a little bit. Like 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 bit by bit, you know. I'm still a far ways off from where I want to be at, but like you know we get in there um and then recording recording out there was it was just a different field because like i draw a lot of inspiration from just like like old school west coast sounds and stuff like mm-hmm. that even like current west coast sounds so like being in that state and in that energy it 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 just it just, it just made you hungry yeah it just all came together
0: does that um athletic passion mm. really push you in music definitely when when you're told you gotta go d1 that, mm-hmm. that kind of brings like a hunger yeah out in you and, and when you make a decision to like stop that part of your life mm-hmm. and you transition to like who you are does, mm-hmm. does that uh sports mentality play into how you uh do music or attack music
2: definitely does so i have like a little story uh when i was young my uh my parents, they would just always be on me about, pra- like, like, practicing. Like, like, when you're not at an actual practice, like, you need to be practicing at home and stuff like that. So, no matter if it was raining, snowing, if it was sunny out, whatever the case is, go sweep off the court, go put up some shots. Work on your layup, work on your jump shot, work on this, work on that, ball handling, everything like that. So, like, and I was doing that at, like, like middle school, high school, and that was every day. So, like, it, it created this, like, I got to get better. I got to be better than I was yesterday. I got to be better than I was last week. You know, I got to like really push myself, push myself outside my comfort zone. And so translating that to to the music, it's uh, every time I step in the studio, it's like stepping onto the court. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like I got to push myself. I got to jump a little bit higher. I got to run a little bit faster. I got to hustle a little bit more. Like I got to lay down this verse and it might be uncomfortable, but I know if I practice it enough, it's going to come out nice. It's going to come out how I want to, you know, so, so yeah, just like, like really getting after it. Mm-hmm.
1: What motivates you creativ- uh, cr- creatively Creatively, mm-hmm. um, I would say, man, like so much, like
2: just, I think just like daily life, you know, um, just all the shit that I've been through in my life, because um, like a lot of my music is, or a hundred percent of my music is like my life story and everything like that. It's like I'm, it's, it's almost like I'm writing a book, you know. So like whatever I go through, I'll go through it, and then I'll sit back and and kind of just like like speak about it, you know? So, yeah.
1: I also wanted to ask, um, you don't have to answer either if you don't feel like it, but why don't you smoke weed? Um, We uh, we are a weed podcast technically. Yeah, I see Um, that. that. We (laughs) we smoke a bunch on here, so Uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on why you don't. Hell yeah. Um,
2: For me, it's a... I used to all the time when I was young, you know, Uh, my bro can definitely attest to it, you know, we was smoking, you know, before practices, you know, um, uh, I was, I was eating edibles at lunch, I was high throughout the day, you feel me, like smoking in the morning, like, (laughs) like, just lifted, right, right, floating for real, Um, but as I got older and just, and just started to grow within, like, my spirituality and everything like that, I just found that, like, I don't need weed in order to like take my take my issues away. I can like sit down, I can meditate, and I can just like think through my emotions and just feel it for just genuineness and and you know think about it, sit through it, and then boom, move on to the next. You know, because like because like I felt like weed at the time was just like a, a, a suppressant for myself. You know, like, like I was doing it to kind of like numb my feelings and everything like that that I was going through. You know, drinking, sipping, smoking, like like popping pills, like a lot of shit. You know, and like once I started to grow i didn't need that shit no more so yep yeah i've been i i haven't smoked in like five years so oh, nice. yeah yeah it's been a minute thank you it.
0: um, right. it's just so good to get to know uh a new person in the industry and mm. just hear their story mm. um <clears throat> let's talk about this music video dropping at the end of the
2: Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's uh, do it.
0: Are you excited? You, I, I've been seeing you've been promoing it for a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. uh, I saw Big Jones, um, mm-hmm. an old uh, podcaster. Yeah, shout uh, out my bro. You uh-huh. know, uh, uh, was promoing it as well. So, mm-hmm. how excited
2: are you to put a new video out? Man, so excited, so fucking excited. I was just talking to my bro, instead, because like like he was in the video too, and we shot that um, you know like a, a a minute ago, you know. So, it's it's good just to get it out and and start moving on to the next task and stuff like that because like we got this video we got another video we got about like you know a couple albums worth of songs that that we sitting on so it's just like once this is out you know let everybody eat it up and then we hitting the gas like you know it's it's go time yeah it's go time
1: (laughs) yep every fucking time you heard it here on the groovy tapes (laughs) episode bobby brooks that yeah, we got that motherfucking tranquil forest for <laughs> <knows the> <laughs> 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 you.
0: Hey, so 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 he He, so he, he, copped, oh he be catching me so much, bro. This
1: I can't <laughs> let nothing slide That's by this Because like <laughs> <down laughs>
0: right.
1: we just be doing it. Uh-huh. Now it's just every week thing. Right, it's the right. the numbers are uh, are getting getting loose with it. Uh, but yeah, motherfuckers, tranquil forest. That's cool. what we. That's what we fucking smoking on. We also got that nice technique car up in here. I lost it. It's right there. Oh, I found it. <laughs> ah, we got that motherfucking technique
0: car up in here, baby. Drama That's queen. That drama queen. <laughs>
3: yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> so I
0: wanted to know how you approach features. Because mm-hmm. I, I saw that you don't do very many. Mm-hmm. Um, and Big Jones being one of the only. So how, how did mm-hmm. that, like, how you approach those relationships and mm-hmm. adding people to your music?
2: Um, I'm starting to do that a lot more now um, but in the beginning it was me just kind of like like finding my sound you know um, I did features in the very beginning like like you can go through like my whole catalog that's on Soundcloud because like that's all just like old shit from back in, like to- like 2013 mm-hmm. you know um but now I am just more open to it um, and now that I've like found my sound I know who I can like add to my add to my song that would like like really complement it because it's I don't want it to be a competition, like like that's like my biggest thing, because in the past it's it's, it's been a, like like a little bit of competition, like like okay, yeah, I said this line better than you said your line, and, and and I'm spinning a little bit harder than you're spinning right now. I'm flowing a little bit better, you know. Like I don't, that's cool, but I don't want that for me. I'm trying to create like a art piece, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, but yeah, no, now I'm definitely definitely more open to it, um, especially after this this video jobs. Um, I'm probably gonna be doing like a lot a lot more. So, okay. yeah.
1: Um, as an artist, I always like to ask other artists, how has it been navigating the industry? Mm. Um, also, I like to say, like, you know, I ain't the most popping motherfucker out here or like, you know, uh, the industry is real. Like, I truly don't know what the industry is yet mm-hmm. because I haven't touched that level. Gotcha. So That's I just I mean. like to know other people's feelings on mm-hmm. how how it's been navigating through it. mm um, I would say, cause like I'm, I,
2: I'm now kind of at a level. I'm, I'm starting to touch a level to where I can see the the industry within Seattle, and then the industry itself, like, like, like the big umbrella, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and within Seattle, it's been, uh, it's kind of been like a a uphill battle in a way, cause it's like you want to connect with as much people as, as you can. You want to like network and, and really work with, with certain individuals, but like, you know, maybe they don't reach out and stuff like that. But even though you guys are on like, like, like the same level, damn near, but people get big headed and everything like that, you know? Um, or people just, just, just aren't humble. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky, but I I'm a firm believer in if if it's meant to be for you, then it's going to come your way. You know, like like the right people are going to come at the right time and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, don't stress too much about not being able to like network and everything like that. Um, but within like like the big umbrella of the industry, it's like it's about like who you know type shit. It's like because I feel like over these last couple years since Takashi been in been in uh in rotation for people and shit like that like, like like you could really see that you can buy your your fucking your spot your number one spot like like Demi Lovato is doing it fucking like 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 all these artists do it you know what I mean so like it's all just about the dollar sign at the end of the day and it's just having the right connections it's not even about like oh yeah you can spit hella dope you know like like, like your, your 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 music is dope it's not it's really not about that that's like a small percentage of it you know so um yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky, but I think if you if you love what you do, day in and day out, it's not going to be too much of a headache. It's just like, eh, like you know, you get numb to it. You know, you gonna you gonna do what you do, regardless. Uh, how important was
0: it uh, figuring out your team? And mm. um, you're one of the few people that have come in with a manager. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so I know that that had to be difficult finding someone mm. to trust with your artistry. So right. um, how was it like putting together a team and mm-hmm. like adding? adding that uh, force behind you, because everybody mm. needs help and yeah. things like that. Yeah, so,
2: definitely. Um, how was it finding that person to you? Um, it was, I mean, I've been through many different managers, many different, like, like people that I've worked with that, that said that they could help me or they want to help me, but at the end of the day, like, they couldn't really help themselves, you know. Like, like it's still love for them, but, like, they weren't in a position to really, like, hand, you know, yeah. not a handout, but, like like, just – Truly, just help. Truly, yeah. truly help managed. someone. Managed. Exactly, yeah, truly exactly. Managed. So, um, uh, I actually got reconnected with my bro back in man, what was it? It was like December or something like that. And uh, you know, we just started chopping it up just about music and, and just what he got going on in his life and what I got going on and just like my direction and stuff like that. You know, and he's someone that's always believed in me since like high school. Like we've known each other since high school. You know, um, so like he's seen like like the progression, like like the whole lifespan of. Of what I'm doing now and um you know I trust him so that's like that's like my biggest thing you know like uh just just trust his mind and, and and just where he feels like we can go and shit like that so yeah hell yeah hell yeah 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 but yeah no still building the team and everything like that too so you know slowly coming together you know I don't have all the pieces that I want right now, but I think that's just part of the game too. You know, you you pick up a little bit as you go. Uh, so,
0: what are you trying to? Who are you trying to add, or what to are you looking to add to your uh, mm-hmm. conglomerate? Con- 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 con-
2: yeah, yeah, I would uh, definitely a publicist. So, hey, if you're a publicist, reach out. Uh, some graphic designers, um, some set production, uh, kind of like managers that can like like, like help really put together a shoot because, like, I find that when I'm doing my shoots, and even Stead can attest to this, like, when we shot our shoot, um, I was running around directing all the cars, like, 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 hey, hey, position right here, getting the girls right here, getting the dudes right here, the money right here. Like, like it was just a lot, and then I'm still being the an artist and shit like that at the end of the day. So, like, someone that could, like, handle that, you know? Um, and, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it for right now. Shit, I got myself a stylist last week. Shout out to her. Yeah. We finna be we finna be jumping pretty soon, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's good.
1: I always like to ask people, um, since we've been in quarantine and life's looking a little different, that what are their first places they're looking to to travel to once mm. everything like seriously clears up? Right. And we feel a little bit normalcy. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I want to. I need to hit Texas. I need to hit Atlanta. Uh, probably gonna go hit Florida. You know, see see the family again. Um, and I want to get out of state too. I'm. Man, I've been trying to go back to Africa you mm. know like like just just like like one get out the country for a little bit and just like see just what life is like outside of there because i got some friends that are from outside the country like like there's a lot of people that, that migrate this way you know to seattle and stuff like that and you talk with them and they're like yo the, the issues that you guys are facing in the u.s is nothing like compared to like what's going on in ghana or like what's going on and you know like ethiopia and haiti and all this other shit you know what i mean so um, I just want to go, just experience that, and and just yeah, yeah, just feel a different vibe, different culture, and you know, be embraced by the people and stuff like that. Yeah. What was it like no, 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 I haven't oh, visited okay, yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I want I to. Was like, yeah. I was
0: like, I was sitting here like, right, waiting you to like uh, Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, what part
2: of Africa would you like to visit? Africa? Um, I'd like to go to um, so a lot of my people are from like West Africa, so like like the Bantu people and stuff like that. So. Um, kind of like anywhere over there, just to just to like, like like see like where my lineage and like my bloodline kind of came from and stuff like that. I don't know. It's like, it's important to me, you know. So I want yeah. uh,
0: my my grandmother's from Trinidad. So okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm trying to go to Trinidad Tobago. Mm-hmm. and Tobago. My my grandfather's Haitian. So
2: okay, yeah. I'm What's up, to, my hey, brother? Hey, yeah. yeah I'm trying to miss the island. You know? Hell yeah.
0: And just because I've never I've, I'm so disassociated and I've mm-hmm. grown up so far from even because New York has such an Island, right. uh, island culture, mm-hmm. and uh, Seattle doesn't really have a like our island mm-hmm. culture as much. So exactly. I'm I'm just I'm itching to like really experience and just hear mm-hmm. like visit where my grandmother was from walk the same right. streets and just and feel that energy. I feel right. like I feel as black people, it's very important to feel like mm-hmm. where you're from and just like exactly. people of any ethnic to just go back to where your people were from just mm-hmm. so you know like what it was like getting to where you are in history. Mm-hmm. So. I, I definitely feel you on that one. Yeah, trying, I'm definitely trying
2: to go home. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Question for you: So, so how do you feel like you would feel just like like walking down those streets and stuff like that, and like seeing where your grandmother like like grew up and and everything like that? Whole, I don't
0: know, because mm-hmm. I because it, it's a part of it's a part of life that I will never understand. I will never right. understand what it was like, like leaving where you were born, mm-hmm. to come to America. Right. So if I could just. Just eat the same food, like just, mm. just get a, like a taste, just a taste of it, mm-hmm. it. It would make me feel like okay, now I understand like mm. my grandmother's like small bit of like why she did what she did because mm-hmm. just as like, just as growing up in Seattle and it being mainly like mostly I mostly have Black Asian, uh, some Latin friends mm-hmm. and some white friends, but like mm-hmm. just to experience what selfishness, soft- Saltfish and pumpkin is like on the island, just, mm. to, visit, just to like, right. just to feel what she felt, um, cause she she talks about it often, but she mm. she hasn't been back. And right. I my my father was born here, my mother was born here, so mm. I, I don't really have an experience, and they didn't right. really have an experience, so I don't I don't really know. So I, mm-hmm. I I would assume it would make me feel whole. Absolutely, I'll probably answer a couple questions. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. It's, I feel like as as people, you should you should chase that earn to, like, travel. Mm-hmm. We're, we're meant to travel. Like, exactly. You know, so I, I think it's really important that, like, mm-hmm. I think you have a really important spirit that the fact that you earn to, like, get out of the States. Like, mm-hmm. there's a here, but mm-hmm. that's a very beautiful thing that, you, like, that's where you want to chase.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Hell yeah, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Pipe it up, mm-hmm. pipe it up. Clap
3: it up. Hey. Clap, hey. Clap, 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 clap it up, clap it up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: This is very groovy. I'm 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 in a real groovy setting right now. Yes, sir.
3: Um, I got a question. question. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's the what's that transition like? Seeing the family coming, like I know you say you're from Florida, but you came up when you was a baby, right? Mm -hmm. So, what's it like seeing the family (laughs) in Florida from the South and coming back home?
2: Mm. So, quick story. So, I'm adopted, actually. Oh, wow. So completely removed from my family, from my birth family um, into another family, which was a huge blessing because um, just, the, just the state that, that my family and my mother was in at the time of my birth was like, I would have grown up way different. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was hella young and, and like where she lived at, at the time, I, I know I would have been into some shit, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like just, it's a, it, it's a blessing for real. Um, but to answer your question. Um, it's kind of crazy, like like, cause I reconnected with my like cousins and stuff like that, and just like seeing them and how they live and everything like that. It, it's it, it's it's real crazy, like cause you get to wonder, damn, what w- what would life be like, right. you know, if I stayed and everything like that. So, yeah, that's,
3: that's that's wow, man. You've been through the trials and tribulations. It's good to see that you are still like a good spirited person, like you know, <laughs> even though what you've been through, man. Yeah, for real
2: appreciate that. Yeah, yeah! What part of what part of Texas?
3: Well, I was born here, but I grew up in Waco.
2: Okay, gotcha. How mm-hmm. was that?
3: Country. Mm. Yeah, I used to hang chickens for a living, man.
2: Swear. Yeah. So when that. you say hang chickens, can you can you explain that?
3: Man, I used to I used to work in the live hang group. So one second, I gotta make sure the camera don't stop recording. recording. Oh. <laughs>
1: This is fucking wild. I used I used to FaceTime I used to FaceTime him while he was doing this. Bro, really and so you doing, yes. yes. Yeah. And so I'm really I'm really uh I have an idea intrigued kids, like, to when he tells you guys. I just want
0: you to really paint the
1: picture when you, when you tell the
3: story. Yeah, so um yeah, I used to hang chicken. I worked in the chicken company called Sanson Farms. And I worked in a live hanging group. So the live hanging group is basically like the chicken come off the truck and they come onto a conveyor belt and they're still alive so they know they're about to die so they shitting on you they pissing on you they biting you and my whole job was to basically put them in a shackle with their by their feet right and i'm doing that eight hours a day and we had to make a quota and you can't hang 28 birds a minute you can't get the job so Uh, so it's just competitive you know right 28, years, <laughs> going in, you know what I'm saying, and then it gets God, so dude. nasty and so grimy, like, like oh. if you don't, like if you hold, it's probably TMI, but if you hold nah, a bird, shit, shit. if you hold a bird up by it, its uh a chicken up by its legs, and you hit it on his butt, it'll shit instantly. So really? So guys used to play games like that. So there, it's nine of it's nine of us on East Side. So there's 18 cats, and we're all. We're all huddled like shoulder to shoulder. Wow. So basically, um, the, on, uh, the guys on the other side they would hit the chicken on the butt and have some shit squirt and hit like hit a guy in the face or hit you in the chest. And oh my n-
1: ay, fuck! Yo. Now you, ah, no, you
3: got to get them back. You know what I mean?
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm, about to big, I'm about to pick up this big ass male chicken. And I know he about to shit hella so uh, I'm about to boop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's just just a little bit to say about the Texas life. Well, Waco, you know what I'm saying. But I lived all over Texas. I lived in Houston,
2: Waco, mm-hmm. Dallas. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you did you uh, like ride horses at all?
3: Believe it or not, the only time I rode horses was up here. I went to that's camp up here and rode h- horses at. Well, Christian camp I used to go to in elementary school. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, a little bit more background and stuff like that. So, my parents, they, they actually met each other due to a, uh, uh, a horse show, because, like, my mom used to show horses and stuff like that, and so uh, my dad, you know, approached her, and, you know, like, you know, they got to talk and did what they did and everything like that, right? Um, so, like, me growing up, um, it was a lot of, between, like, sports, running around the block, and then and then just, like, like hanging out at, like, rodeos and shit like that. A lot of people don't know that about me, but, like, going to, like, Eastern Washington, because I wanted to be a cowboy when I was, like, like, like really little, you know what I mean? Just, 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 like, living that life and riding horses and, and just being around that and in that you know like like I still love it so like once I get like, like all this all this rap money and investments going and I could like really live free yeah. man I'm buying a ranch I'm getting some horses you feel me and, yeah. and just
1: living you know
2: so right. yeah
3: a whole lot of land yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's the goal mm-hmm. that
1: little Bobby Burks ranch you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, I can <laughs> see that right now literally
3: and I got a ring to it too
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We finna we finna yeah. bleep, that yeah. Yeah. bleep that out. Bleep that out. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: amazing. hmm um,
1: Man, have you seen Concrete Cowboy, by the way? Nah, man. I've been wanting to watch that though. Watch it. Mm-hmm. I watched
3: that last night.
1: Is it? Tom put Tom put us okay. put us on the, the first time I wa- I was watching it with, uh, the bro, but mm-hmm. the way it's shot, it's beautifully. Mm-hmm. And um uh Jesus uh well it's um it's about a boy whose father uh I was a ranch head and he's from Philly mm. and the ranch head is like it's shot in North Philly I believe mm-hmm. so it's just hella it's shot hella well it's the boy from uh, Stranger Things okay um, uh, yeah, yeah. little Caleb I uh-huh, believe yeah. um uh he's a little older now so it's it's shot it's it's it's, it's pretty dope man mm-hmm. yeah. It's on some like black cowboy shit, mm-hmm. like, and then they like.
3: And want I, I, sorry, I'll let you finish.
1: No, I think I'm gonna finish because I don't want to explain <laughs> a, anymore. Because <laughs> no, because I don't want to uh, spoil you. spoil it for you. Because yeah. I I truly I do, gotta watch that. I truly tonight. want you to watch that because it's, uh-huh. it's it's some it's some good cinema. Hell yeah,
0: Hell
2: yeah,
3: it, it's a it's a real good movie. Like some of the actors in there is what yeah. they like said Kayla from Stranger Things, the dad's Idris Elba. Um, they, 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 got, they got Method Man as a sheriff in there I swear to God <laughs> no okay, cap yeah, they coming, they coming yeah. yeah, <laughs> but the to, the, the best it. thing about it the movie is based on the, it's a true story mm-hmm. it's about real ranch riders that lived in North Philly and even though they had Idris Elba and those actors in there mm-hmm. the people that are actually riding the horses are real street riders from the movie oh that's dope so, yeah like so they dope. actually lived it so mm-hmm. it's definitely full circle hell
2: yeah cut five
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's just important to see like that kind of cinema in today's day yeah. like just like good stories mm-hmm. they, they have a lot of like black um, stories of that too <laughs> yeah. exactly they, they also have like I, f- I feel like this is said amongst the youth and like everyone um, who's knowledgeable, but there's only, they really only enforce like trauma stories in yeah, exactly. box office. And like, that's just weird, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, cut that shit out. I'm mm-hmm. trying to see, I'm trying to see some crazy, mystical right. Lord of the Rings shit yeah, in like <laughs> South Seattle. Right. Wow. Is that okay? Can exactly. we have that one time? Wow. <laughs> Can we have it? Like, yeah. wow, that's amazing. Fuck everybody. Uh-huh. Like, uh, uh, I'm trying to see some. Concrete Cowboy, Mm -hmm. like that shit's that shit's dope to see. Exactly, exactly. um, Yeah, like the whole like like
2: uh, the the trauma movies and shit like that. Like Twelve Years a Slave was crazy. I don't know if you guys saw that shit. I
0: refuse.
2: I will never see that again. Like like I cried like like I cried in the movie, and I haven't cried. Like I don't cry when I watch movies and nothing like that. But like the way that it was shot and like how they depicted the pain, you could feel that shit. And like, spoiler alert, because I you probably ain't ain't gonna watch it. Yeah. Spoiler alert to y'all. I don't know if y'all are gonna watch it, but yeah, yeah. So they took this lady that he um, that this man was talking to, you know, and, and, and started to like really be friends. So like, like they had like an emotional connection because like, like like they were in it together, you know. And they like roped her up on a tree, tied her hands around the tree, and then like they whipped her back. But like the way that they showed it, because like in some movies they don't show it, yeah. but they showed it. I don't know what effect that they did, but like they showed the whip like lashing her back and splitting her back open. And just tears, and I'm just like, yo, no, (laughs) (laughs) never again am I watching this shit. Crazy, I'm already
3: getting upset. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I I watched the
1: Butler. I I I watched the Butler with him, and he was. He wanted to. He was like, bro, I should fight you for, for for making me watch this movie with you.
0: I was like, like oh, I it's didn't a, it's a, the it's like, a good exactly. movie, bro. Like, it's but a yeah, great, and that's what's fucked up. It'd <laughs> be so well shot. It'd be mm-hmm. the best actor. The just, most money put into it. It'd be
2: the best yeah.
0: movie. I'd be like, fuck, now I hate white people. Now Exactly. I'm next, like <laughs> right. I'm, I'm fucking for no reason. You did nothing to me. But yeah. like, now I watch this movie of your distant cousin or your mm-hmm. your forefathers, mm-hmm. and nobody exactly. brings us. Exactly. So I just avoid it because I know I'm just gonna be mad at mm-hmm. like, strangers for no reason. Exactly. In exactly.
2: So, like, the passive I, aggressiveness. Yeah. You know, I avoid it because
0: um. I, I be fl- I be out the window cursing people out. So like, right. Like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Why right. I, uh, Twelve years of slave. Bitch. Right. Like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't know. And exactly. You knew. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. Yeah, let's exactly. be, Let's be honest. Yeah. Come on. <laughs>
2: I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Fucking um. I would say what's your what's your guys like like favorite uh i guess like like hood movies mm. Mm.
1: man
3: uh definitely uh, might have to be paid in full that's i it's i can't just say yeah, i i don't Sean have like a favorite phones. it has like it gotta have like a at least I gotta have a top
1: five. Yeah. yeah, there's so many. Blood and blood wow. out. That's a slept on one. See, I haven't seen that yet. The, the, the Hispanic shit. Uh-huh. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blood and blood out is crazy. But what else? That movie. Billy.
3: DMX Too. By the way. Man.
2: DMX. Man. Crazy, crazy. But yeah, have Belly? you guys seen Colors? No. No. So Colors. It was a movie with um. What's his name? He was in or he played Freddy Krueger, I believe. Sean Penn. Mm. I think. Yeah, Sean Penn and then uh Woody Woody Harrelson, I believe. Okay. And it was shot like like in like 87, like at the height of like like just like gang activity in LA and everything like that. And like like it was literally about like like bloods and crips and uh, uh Hispanic gang and stuff like that, like going back Ooh. and forth. Wesley Snipes is in it, um fucking uh one of the Wayne's brothers is in it. It's 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 star packed and everything, but yeah, no, it's a good movie. It's yeah. a really good movie. I would I would definitely As check th- it out. Yeah. Uh,
0: do you consider yourself a movie buff? You have love such a, such a knowledge of movies. Yeah, love movies. Uh, what's your favorite
2: genre? Um, I would say, man, I love. Uh, I would say it goes like thriller, and action, of course, because like I'm. Another note: I'm huge into like 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 history and stuff like that. So like if it's a war film and it's like a almost like not a biopic, but it's it's a true war film, yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. You feel me? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say like horror, comedy, and then some some rom coms. I'm not really into the rom coms, yeah. but if I got like a little shorty and she into it, you know what I mean? I might I might watch uh, it. I might watch it. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: That. Exactly. So. Yeah, what about you guys? Uh,
0: Comedy, Mm -hmm. action, sci-fi, probably. I love a good funny movie. like Step Brothers? Yes.
3: Man. Yes. Man.
1: (laughs) Brothers' eyes lit up. I used to fall
3: asleep to Step Brothers every night in seventh grade. I could tell you that movie word for word for word. Right. Get it to it. Even the the bonus scenes. Uh-huh. <laughs> he
0: actually put me on to the director's cut. He was like, bro, I was watching it. Uh, you know how much they spent on those balls he was playing on the drums? Right. It was just like, it, yeah, so comedy has mm-hmm. to be my number one. And then I like a good stupid action movie, so yeah. shit blows up. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to pay enough attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sci-fi movies, because they can get good weird mm-hmm. or bad mm-hmm. weird, because... Uh, I used to do a lot of hallucinogenic, so. Hey, same, yeah. So, Shout out know, to that. You know, yeah. So it it, can, it it brings back a good good memories of just like mm-hmm. chasing the, the rabbit
2: of just good sci fi. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely, absolutely. Um, Have you seen uh Black Mirrors? Yes. Fucking crazy, yeah. and yo, okay, so so um, I do like like, like food delivery and stuff like that, right? And I be seeing now like a lot of Amazon robots and like like I've seen the dogs. I've seen like like, like the little fucking uh, <laughs> little carts that they have. Yeah. I'm like, yo, they they told us this, this like this shit is coming. Like they
0: gave up free game. Yeah. yeah.
2: Nobody paid it. attention. No, so tap it. in. If you haven't seen Black Mirrors or you don't fuck with Black Mirrors, fuck with it just a little bit. You know? first yeah.
0: episode is rough Everyone yeah, tells it's me It's too rough. much Everyone it's tells it's me But that's life though No truly the, it truly is the That
1: first episode Is what hooked me on I, like, I oh, watched the rest man. Of the first season But I, I'm too scared nah, mm-hmm. Black Mirror Be yeah, fucking my head, my head up <laughs> I don't know about Fucking my head up I I'd be stressed I'd be like Bro What did man? just watch I think like They'd like shit Like oh Like this would be cool
0: And then I'm like Niggas be like Ooh Mm-hmm. That would be cool. They could be having <laughs> the money to find it. It's exactly. Like, that's what I think is crazy. I'm like, when the. How'd you make it? When they did that memory shit and they were just like, there was. Yeah. I was like, why would you do that? Like, mm-hmm. why would you even put that into the ethos? Some right. little kid's gonna be like, that's a good day, idea. One day I'll <laughs> exactly. will never forget nothing. And you know, you know, nerd out, he gonna exactly. engineer it. Some rich fly niggas gonna be like, yoink, mm-hmm. and go use that shit for you. <laughs> 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's no. how. That's how super villains start. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Facts.
3: Since we talking about movies, what y'all think about the Space Jam two coming out? I'm Off the man. trailer. Yeah. They hell of money to be in I'm
2: proud
1: supporting that. Mm-hmm. The animation looks fucking amazing. Yeah, they went crazy.
3: Do you think it's gonna fuck with the first one though? No.
1: No. no. Are you talking about like 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 reach the level that the first one
2: was at?
3: I mean, I, I guess. No. That's mm-hmm. hard. I guess so. Yeah, Absolutely. like yeah. yeah. Cause I don't
0: he feel got like. Win three rings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of went three back to backs. Uh huh. That's hard. Jordan was like, he did it. He doesn't have the persona of LeBron. Like kids will love the movie, but right. Jordan was such like, fuck all. Like I'm really better than these niggas. That's why they stole my powers. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> these niggas had to steal my powers to ball out, and I exactly. still balled on these niggas. with uh, hella character, so like mm-hmm. that was kind of the '90s stories. I don't mm-hmm. feel like I like their approach. Like they mm-hmm. took my son, I got to get my son back. It's mm-hmm. a family man talk. So mm-hmm. I love that dynamic for his like his brand, his family. Like I love right. that.
1: He's the king. Yeah, mm-hmm. you like, can't take the prince away.
0: Exactly. Yeah, but like Jordan was like, I fuck you up. I, I, think, like,
1: I think. I think the know. opposite. I think. Yeah. I think it'll touch the youth in, in like a crazy way, okay. mm. because. Because the way they perceive things, it it's like already tailored for them. Like who's relevant in the NBA right now, who's watching the NBA, all the all the kids that love like like LeBron James, mm-hmm. fucking uh, Dame's in there, Klay Thompson's mm-hmm. in yep. there. You know how many kids mm-hmm. love Edgar those lo- loves, loves those guys? Mm-hmm. It's like kinda like relevant to like to who who's it marketed for. And it's, like, not for us who, like, watched the first Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. for these kids who's going hard for, for LeBron. LeBron's the biggest, like, the best player on earth right now. That's – a lot of kids believe that, you know. So, this, so you
3: feel like that's going to be their Space Jam, how the Space Jam was Yes, for us? it's
1: going to affect yeah. us in a way. It's going to be a culture shift because they're going to be like, Whoa like lebron is building schools like mm-hmm. you know he's he's in a whole different game than what michael jordan was doing mm-hmm. uh, at the time exactly. um and why we were so enamored like he was the flyest footwear mm-hmm. for for and he's been the flyest footwear so yeah. it's like considering everything that was going on mm-hmm. i think i think this space jam will go crazy like mm-hmm. The animation is there. That it looks like the acting is there. Like the ki- they got the kids in it. They got hella actors in it. It's about to be a recipe for like right. some good streaming at home, absolutely, or, or or booming back into the fucking theater business because the theater stocks went up during COVID. Okay, gotcha. Like AMC is going crazy right
3: now. Oh yeah, we in phase three, and it come you know, out in July, so uh, it's definitely gonna be in theaters.
1: Well, it's <laughs> it's just a it's just a whole like puzzle now they're, they're it's a formula they hit us hit us with you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're really trying to get the kids so, right, so exactly.
0: sorry um, about that i wanted to ask you about uh what got you so into history because my mm. hands to the left um uh, it's
2: such a history buff.
3: I, so, uh, I know
0: yeah, yeah. To go in. Uh. um so what's your uh fascination
2: with history? um my like, like like my biggest thing is like um uh, history always repeats itself. It's it's, it's the same cycle because as a, um, society and as a, a, a human race, we tend to not fucking learn. We just do the same shit over again, you know? Uh, so I don't know something about that, but like what I'm really, really into is like, like war and like world war two in specific. Like I could talk, like we we could sit for hours and talk about the battles, the tanks, the uniforms, the weaponry, the, the tactics, the dates, times, everything like that. Like, like I, I, I don't know. I, I think in a past life, and we can talk about that, you know, another time. But like, I think in a past life, I was in World War II or or had something to do with it because I've just had a draw to it ever since I was like just little, 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 you know. So, yeah. But what about you? Because you said that you are super into it too,
1: like, like just history. Um, I wanted to be a historian when I was younger. Swear, that's yeah. What sucks. Uh, but before all this, before being an artist, interested in music, um, it really started off. Uh, I was into fossils. Uh, I wanted to be a paleontologist. The okay. first paleontologist out of Rainier Beach. Yeah, I used to go to Rainier Beach uh, Library every day, check out dinosaur books. That's hard. And then they used to, they had a hold on my card because I had like seven books of dinosaur books at my house that All I was right. just rereading. Uh-huh. And I would do that every day um, growing up in the South End. Um, but being a history buff, like I was just always the fact that you said you like war films, you're, mm. you're into war. I'm on the same shit, bro. Mm. I literally like I watch documentaries mm-hmm. um, when I'm when I'm stoned. I love to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like receiving information to me is what always interested me into being uh, into history. Right. When I was in school, um I paid attention during history class, and I was like, bro, this shit's actually like interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. Uh, uh all that being said, always watching like cinema uh surrounded by things like that, mm-hmm. or just being interested in like receiving information is what kept me like um, into history, and technically, mm-hmm. it's what I do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we are historians uh, collecting nice. information of the people in Seattle, yeah. and we do it. We do it uh, uh, like in, in, in a non-conscious effort because yeah. what we're doing is we're just setting the table, um, and we're allowing people to come sit at the table and just mm-hmm. um, being able to receive information mm-hmm. back and forth. That's mm-hmm. what we truly need as humans um, is a line of communication, yeah. um, and. That's why I'm into history, bro. That's why yeah. I'm doing it right now and why, like, um, I'm so interested in it. Like, mm-hmm. hearing the stories from growing up with these two um, my whole life and telling them about my story because they mm-hmm. were always willing and able to receive my information. Mm-hmm. They never judged me. They never, you said. know, told me, mm-hmm. like, shut up, Tavares. You're talking too much when mm-hmm. we're stone type shit. No. Mm-hmm. They are like, yep, I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that always kept me in the, in the loop of, like, yep, if – they'll do that for me mm. let me do it for like anybody on the street right like I I take the bus every day I commute like I really absorb the city um and I've been doing that for for as long as I remember being out here so I'll talk with anybody i you know and uh long-winded story um uh that's why I'm true, uh, really into history. Yeah. I wanted to go to college for it and yeah. I loved it ever since being young.
2: That's so sad. Yeah. Hell yeah. You mm-hmm. know, uh, speaking of wanting to be a historian and stuff like that, like I always told myself if music never worked out, which it will, you know, putting that into the universe, it will. Um, even if maybe. It works out and I want to come back and do it. I, I've always wanted to be like a war historian, like, like a scholar or something like that, you know, mm. like, like just like teach. So maybe in my 60s and stuff like that, you know, when I get the time, you know, I'm professor. like, yeah, be a professor, you know. So that's really dope. Um, and I wanted to see if you knew about this too, because um, I've recently been doing like, like research like this, like uh, past like week and a half mm-hmm. about the library of uh, Alexandria. Do you know about that? Mm. So no, tell me, yo, crazy. So speaking on just just wanted to receive more knowledge and stuff like that. This library was placed in, um, I want to say, like in Egypt, on the water. I can't, I can't remember what uh, what body of water it was placed on, but it was a a really popular place for like ships and stuff like that, and, and like merchants to like come in and out and like do like trading and everything like that. And so like during, um, I think it was like like during the reign of like um, Alexander the Great. <clears throat> And denial. Like yeah, yeah. And so this library housed like just thousands and thousands and thousands of scrolls of just information. Of like and, and, and this is like, like ancient Egypt, you know, so like who knows what could have been in there, like like the the how they built the pyramids could have been in there, how they built like like the Great Wall of China could have been in there, like, like the Silk Road could have been in the, been in there. But uh, what they did was he burned it all down because he knew knowledge was power. To this day, that shit has me so pissed cause like yo, what could we know? You feel me? Like like, like what got lost in all of that?
1: You know They were like, burning books in the Christian crusades. Yeah. Selfish motherfucker. This is like in the seven hundreds. This right. is like in the eight hundreds. You know? Like why are they burning burning knowledge? And I think that's a true testament to what you said. It is power. Exactly.
2: And that
3: just um, makes you think like Hold on. I
2: blanked out. <laughs> I feel it. I feel
3: it. I feel Y'all can't see me, but I have been smoking behind these cameras too. But um, that makes you think of like what made them burn it though. Like right. what did they see? Like it was like, oh, we have to burn this shit. Like we like, right. cannot get to the like future. Like they look at it, look at yeah. each other, like yo, we gotta do something. Yeah, they like can't this, have this. The world cannot find out about this type of knowledge.
2: Right. Damn, that's crazy, man. Because man. yeah, uh, one of my homies he asked me like. Hey, if you could, tra- if if you, if you could time travel to like any time, where would you go? And I'd be like, yeah, it's the it's the Library of Alexandria, because like I just want to just yeah, just sit and just just take it all in, like see what was really there. Because I don't know about you guys, especially with the with the psychedelics and stuff like that. I you know partake and you know used to partake and stuff like that. Um, I believe in UFOs and and extraterrestrial life and everything like yeah. that. Like we are not the only ones in this no. universe, and it's forever <laughs> expanding. You feel me? So like. Should yeah, I it's seen crazy to think that mm-hmm. we're just just the only ones. But um, I think a lot of like alien contact was um, recorded and also kept in that library as well. Because I mean, you look at like like ancient um, like uh, architecture and stuff like that. Like like you 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 see it engraved in stone, yes. like ships and beings and all this. It's like how would they have known known just to create something like that? And it's not just like like, like one region. It's like everywhere, the Mesopotamians, everywhere. the yeah. the the Spanish, the you know the Greeks, like like
1: Incans, yeah, yeah, Aztecs, yeah. Mayans, they, they all a have
0: point it. Of at some Native Americans, exactly. years and years and years apart, and they're all exactly. they're all similar stories, but they're all interchangeable mm-hmm. about how it happened. But it was all the mm-hmm. similar. so like yeah, yes, UFOs are definitely real. 100%. I don't know why either they stopped sliding the same way or they're mm-hmm. still sliding. <laughs> and cur- like the world's big enough for them to still be moving and shaking and like right. have recluse in a way or just, Hey, we learned enough. We went to start our mm-hmm. own shit. So, right. um, that's
1: really dope. Mm-hmm. We um, just fucking went ancient aliens on groovy tapes. <laughs> on, hell what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> hey man, anything is possible. National geographic hit our fucking line. <laughs> I'm saying, man, I will need that sponsor. <laughs> Come on. Uh, right there.
0: Hey, that's crazy. I wanted to talk about, uh, your upcoming, uh, projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you planning to drop it after the music? So it's about to be summer. Mm-hmm. I need. I'm, I'm always trying to get some some new vibes in the city. Mm-hmm. So are, are we planning the out soon, or mm-hmm. how
2: are we approaching that? Uh, the launches to the map. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm actually not going to be doing an album this summer. I usually do like, like an album every year because mm-hmm. um, I had dropped Soul Tapes last July, um, but like this time I want to just just release singles just because when I when I record every song is so different, every song, like, like I don't want to just put it all into one package and be like, this is it, like, I want to just drop, just creative, just content, you know what I mean, so, like, yeah, as soon as we, we drop this, this video, that's why I'm so excited about this video, because, like, now we can really hit the gas and just, just go, you know what I mean, so, it'll be music videos, fucking, like, more interviews, more songs. Shows, whenever that opens back up, tours and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, the summer's going to be lit. I got some joints that it's like, yeah, yeah, it's hitting. Yep. i have to
1: hit the groovy gigs mm-hmm. on groovy tapes. Real light. Mm-hmm. So, before I take us out. Would you like to leave uh, our viewers off with any good vibes or anything um, you want to let them know before we head out? I would say whatever, and
2: I say this on, like, my lives and, you know, just, like, my stories and stuff like that, but, like, whatever you're chasing, whether that be you're in school and you're you're chasing a degree, you're chasing a certain career path, whatever you're doing, stick to it. You're going to have a lot of people that try to deter you from that path. But if you feel it in your heart and you can visualize it and you think about it when you go to sleep, you think about it when you wake up, stick to that shit because it's going to come true. We we, we, we go through a lot of hurdles and stuff like that, you know, and things are going to happen, but stick to it because you're destined for it. I'm telling you, if you feel it like that, you're destined for it. So peace and love, light, everything, man. Let's get it. (laughs)
1: You've been grooving with the South This is KWJT We got Bobby Brooks and the gang in the building We got Juju and Corey